0: praise the lord amen well i think today i believe today bear with. i believe it's part seven of the series we're doing does anyone agree with me yes i'm getting a nod from annabelle it's part seven thank you i'm awake it's alive yes me yes it is me part seven nutrition is what i'm told to speak on so we're going through these things i haven't got any um what do you call it no PowerPoint because I'm stone age, I'm sorry, but oh, that's my excuse. <laughs> Nutrition, our daily bread. Nutrition, right, I'm going to start introduction. And Jesus said this in Matthew 4, 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. How true that is. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And Jesus was obviously saying that when he was attempted in the wilderness we read that when Satan was tempted him all these kingdoms I will give you get behind me Satan he's saying they shall not work you shall worship the Lord the God him only you shall serve and he quotes this verse this verse is twofold you need bread to live you need bread in Israel it was a basic diet of the Israeli people was bread they ate bread all types of bread and it was basic for them to eat bread Gives strength, bread gives strength to our hearts, the Word of God says. But more so, we need the Word of God which gives and brings eternal life. You need the Word of God which brings life. Without the Word of God, we have no life. Without the Bible, where would we be without Jesus? We'd be lost, basically. No inheritance, no heaven to look forward to, nothing without Jesus. But thank you this morning. Jesus, you are worthy of it all oh, this morning. We sang it. We sang it up there in the words. He is greater than it all jesus greater than it all wow get that into your noddy this morning jesus is greater than it all we were singing it i wanted to get in there right inside you he is greater than it all whatever you're going through today jesus is greater than it all let it come in let it come in meditate jesus you are greater lord amen glory to god amen yeah he's greater than it all all the past all the future everything jesus is greater than it all a verse we often quote is John six. I quote personally. This is on because it's nutrition of the Bible. So I'm really trying to. Obviously, some of us are at different levels in our Christian walk. Some of us have been saved for I can't even remember how long I've been saved since about eleven. It's probably I don't know fifty years or something plus. Some of you have been saved for ten years, five years, four years. But yeah, I don't know how long. It doesn't really matter, right? We're all on a journey. We're all on a journey that God's brought us on through His Son, right? This verse I've often quoted, the word that I speak to you, the word, sorry, that I speak to you, John 6, 63, are spirit and they are life. The words that I speak, they're not any old words, they're not my old words, they're God's words, they're spirit and life. So you remember what God spoke and everything came to being? He created the heavens and the earth, he spoke it into being. That is the power of God's word. You can't get away from it, God's word is powerful, God's word will change the situation you're in. So it's words, is spirit and life. So God is giving us life through his spirit, for his son, we have life now. That word, it's, it's oh, it's so much in it. The word that I speak to you are spirit and life. God's word, see, God's word, this is alive. Often people say, the word of God is the word of God is alive. What does it say? Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, Disunder, piercing to the heart, soul, and joints and marrow, and discerning into the heart and thoughts of the, the mind, everything. The word of God is. Can't get away from it. The body takes out nutrients. Now, back to the nutrient thing, because you eat your bread. I'm sure you love bread. I love bread. Quite like cakes as well, but never mind. It's another thing. <laughs> Jan, I love the cakes. Yeah. Mm. You winner there for me every time. As the body takes in out the nutrients from the food, we eat. So we need to take out nutrients from the word of God. You need to take the nutrients from the word of God. You need it. You need it. When you don't read your Bible, do you feel dry? I do. So I think I can get back to the Word. I haven't read it today. I've done something. You know, I need it. In the Lord's Prayer, we read, give us daily our bread, our provision. Matthew six, eleven and Luke eleven three says that is asking for our daily provisions, what we that which we need. Give us our daily bread, Lord. It's part of the Lord's Prayer. God wants to provide. God is a God who provides. I'm rushing a bit, but never mind. <laughs> right. What's in the suitcase? Mmm. Rich has already asked me once. Who wants to guess? Wanna guess? Swimming trunks, no. Oh, we've got some wise men in here. Well, what have I got in the suitcase? My packed lunch. Oh, we're getting closer. Bit of wisdom here, Lord, speaking of that one. Come on, a bit more. What's in there? It's not David's cheese sandwiches either. Fruit. Yes, bananas. Fruit, veg, bananas. Protein. Corn. I have. Cauliflower. Oh. I have. Jeez. Sunday lunch. Come on, open thing, open. Da da Bread. Bread. You're all gonna get a bread roll this morning. Is it brown, bread, bread? No, sorry, Jesus didn't ah, yeah, yeah. Why's one over there we got this morning, haven't we? Why is one? Is it brown? Oh is it gluten free? All <laughs> oh, that old nonsense. Did Jesus have his problem? Rebellion in the house, Lord, and the, what it was, what it was on the... Look what it's on the mountain. He did 5,000. I'm not eating that, Lord. It's rubbish. I'm sure they said that to him. They're all hungry, starving. I'm not eating that old fish, smelly old thing. <sighs> what have we got here? Look, I've even got the sardines. Oh. So you can guess where I'm going. We're going to go into John chapter 6. First of all, I want you all, I'm going to get my, because we've got to be environmentally friendly, haven't we? Where am I going? Got to do what you're told, put this down. <laughs> God, I'm doing it to the letter of the law. <laughs> so you can eat your roll now. Mm. Quite nice. Mmm. Soft. Yeah, quite good. What do you reckon? Come on, what do you think? Who's eating a roll? Who's not eating a roll? Don't frown back at me either. <laughs> Mr. Cheney, sit down. <laughs> not bad. All right. I wonder if Jesus would have given you this or not. Mmm. Good old Tesco. Mm. Not bad, is it? Come here, man, is it? No, you are to drink. <laughs> There's a reason for this. Do everything God does, there's a reason for it. Don't do it for the fun of it. I'll eat the roll, i eat a bit of it, i put it down. Oh, how are we doing? Are all right with a roll? Beautiful. Oh good, beautiful. I thought we'd have a roll each together. I'm sorry for you at home, you're missing out on a roll. You should have been here. You would have got one. And they're very nice guys, aren't they? Mmm, good old Mr Tesco. Mmm. Well, yeah. I think I better stop before I get the sack. Trevor might tell me off if oh, he's listening. i mm. <laughs> I'll treat that later. I'll save it. Hmm, sardines. Hey, what'd you say? No, thanks. I've got out. I love sard- I love sardines on toast myself. Eat a lot of these. I have done over the years. It's good for you. Omega free oil. Anyway, can you imagine? We're going to go there in a minute on scripture verse. But five barley loaves and two small fish, and Jesus multiplies a lot, and five thousand fed. Woo! I mean, they couldn't have been very big, could they? Little, like I suppose they would have been like the European sort of sardine when you go to Portugal or Spain that long, I would think. Yeah, that's what I would say. I thought so, yeah. Anyway, let's get into the Word of God. And it's John chapter 6. Praise the oh, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Father, I just thank you for your word this morning. Lord, I just pray, Holy Spirit, I pray that you'll just speak to us and through us, Lord, for you are the one that we adore, Lord Jesus. And I pray, Holy Spirit, you'll just come and use me and use your word. It's not my word, it's your word, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Lord, yeah. Uh, John chapter 6, if you're on your phone, tablet, or whatever you're using, device that you read it on, it's still the word of God. So we're going to start at uh, verse 1. I'm going to read from... Uh, verse 1 to 14, then I'm going to read from 26 to 40. After these things, Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw the signs which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up to the, on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these to eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in the number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and disciples to those sitting down. And likewise, the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they, had filled, so when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up. And filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves that were left over from those who had eaten. And those men, when they'd seen the sign that Jesus did, said, This truly is the prophet who is to come into the world. And going over to 26 now. Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not labour for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. Therefore they said to him, what sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them breads from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But i said to you that you have seen me and yet you do not believe all that the father gives me will come to me and i will and sorry all that the father gives will come to me and the one who comes to me oh, will by no means cast out for i have come down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him who sent me this is the will of the father who sent me that all of the things he has given me i should not lose anything but should raise it up at the last day and this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I'll raise him up at the last day. Amen. 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 Glory. First point, Jesus is saying. Very crucial point. He's saying the food he's given you is imperishable. It's imperishable food. First point, I've got three points. Non-perishable food is what Jesus gives you. It's non-perishable. Yes, we've eaten the rice. That's why I wanted to give you a bread roll each, because it's the most important part of the sermon is a bread roll, you will eat them good. But what Jesus gives us is imperishable. That is a perishable piece of food I've given you. If you didn't eat it today and left it for two weeks on the shelf or in your cupboard at home, it would go off, go bad, just like it did for the Israelites in the Old Testament with Moses going to get the manna and they kept it on the Sunday. They shouldn't have gone and get it, whatever, they the maggots and all that. You've already read it probably yet, right? It's, it's non-perishable praise God the word of God has no sell-by date amen. can't go out of date amen we'll stand the test of time three things the word of God won't do it has no sell-by date it's eternal God's word does never run out no sell-by date can't go out of date like your food does and we'll stand the test of time it's eternal praise the Lord God's word is eternal amen amen, amen can't go out of date it's imperishable Isn't that wonderful to know God's word is imperishable doesn't matter the fads and fashions of the world this is still a rock solid thing you stand on the word of God don't matter what you're going on in the world you stand on the word of God you'll have success in your life God will bless you bless you bless you but God wants to bless your life if you trust him and obey his word yeah non-perishable Jesus said in verse 35, I am the bread of life. Whoa, we need the bread of life. How we need the bread of life. We need that bread that he gives us. That's nourishment, glory. Verse 35, two things I pulled out of this, right? This is why I pulled out two things. He says, right, two things he says that Jesus says, right, in this verse, verse 35 of John 6. You shall never hunger, and in me, never thirst. So that's not talking about natural bread I've given you today or a cup of tea or whatever afterwards. That's spiritual things God's talking about. Jesus is talking about, you're never going to go hungry, you're never going to thirst because you're going to feed on me. You're going to feed on him, feed on his life, the life that he's going to give you. Feed on me. See, and the whole of this discourse, Jesus talking with the Pharisees, they couldn't understand that Jesus is going to die, that Jesus is going to give an awful sacrificial death and rise again, that he was going to give his body an awful, you know, we know, we see the crucifixion, we see, we vision it when we take communion, we think about Jesus dying and rising again, taking our sin, but they did not get it. They did not understand that he was going to die an awful death. When Jesus talks to them later, he says about my flesh, eating my flesh and and, and drinking my blood because they could not foresee what was going to happen, what Jesus was going to do. He's saying, you will never first. glory. We used to sing a song, I remember when I was younger, probably Richard might, I'm, living, I'm feeding on the living bread, drinking out the fountain head. him, never know, he's putting a funny vase, he doesn't know it, it's an old hymn, Dave might know it, I think you got a smile from him, yeah, it's an old song in a hymn book, we used to sing it years and years ago, long years ago, yeah, when I was probably a child, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, jesus is not just speaking about food but spiritual food you and i need spiritual food you and i need to be reading the bible we need to be in the word of god and then another verse um, if you look at matthew 5 6 what well, it says i'll go there i better go there otherwise we're going to get lost matthew 5 6 Beatitudes, and i want to look at verse 6 says blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled Are you hungry and thirsting for righteousness this morning? Are you hungry for the things of God? I'm going to ask you the question, because you need to be. I need to be, you need to be hungry. You were certainly hungry for that roll I gave you, didn't you? Have you eaten more? As most people devoured it, some have, some haven't. Yeah, 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 yum, 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 yum. But we need that, don't we? We need the natural nutrients from that fed up bread I've given you food. But so do we need the word of God, the nutrients that God gives us from his word. Again, I'll read it. But listen, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. If you're thirsting, God wants to fill you. You know, in a sense, I'm, I'm not trying to contradict myself because we are being fed in the sense because we're Christians, we have the word of God, and God is feeding us as we read his word. We're being. Paul says, transformed in the word in the New Testament. He used that word, transformed all the time. We've been transformed our lives as we uh, die to ourselves, and allow the Spirit of God to move in our lives, and die to the flesh. Every one of you in this building, the more I go in this Christian walk, realize that I'm in a battle every day with my mind and all of my body wants to do things I don't want it to do. God do not want me to do. It could be stealing, uh, thinking wrong thoughts. You're up, I mean, each one at the end, because we've got an enemy that hates our guts. Right? I'll tell you another thing. If you're gonna do something for God, I'm guarantee the enemy wants to squash you and knock you off your perch before you even start. Because that's how much he hates you. That's what I've found. That's what I am finding. The more I go on this Christian, book, we have an enemy. That's why we need spiritual warfare. That's why we need to come in Jesus' name, you know. Wrestle not against principalities, but powers in heavenly realms, Paul says. We wrestle and we need to wrestle, guys. Because you and I, we're living in a world that's corrupt. We're living in an anti God society. It's an anti Christ society, basically. You and I, it's going slippery down that road where blacks, white, whites, but it's all completely grey and mixed up and messed up because he, he knows, the enemy knows his days are numbered. Yeah. We're living, I don't know what you, but I believe we are in the last days. Don't care, if people don't believe that. I do. And I don't think it's ever going to turn back the way you're going to go back because the whole planet is wearing out. It's wearing out. Oh, Aussie's turned up. Oh. Oh, you forgot here's your role? Can't you, you, you. you know the last should be first, the first should be last. We'll give him a roll. Anyone else? No, no, no nods. No. Praise God. You know it's all happening. Sorry, I'm digressing a bit. Praise God. Jesus is Lord of it all. I don't know how hungry you are today. Be hungry, for get hungry, get, I mean, you need to get hungry for the word of God. Because if you don't, I guarantee, you're gonna fall over lots of different things. But if you don't let the word of God manifest itself in your life, you have to let the word take priority. You've got to, otherwise you just keep falling over. If you don't let the word of God, if you don't renew your mind daily, you're gonna get ping, 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 shoot at you. Where's your shield of faith? His enemy's shooting at me again and again and again, bang. He will. I'm telling you, every one of you, you have the shield of faith up. It's the word of God. Ephesians 6, what Paul's talking about, put that shield up. Breastplate of righteousness, we're talking about righteousness this morning. Having the breast feet shod with preparation of gospel peace. All those things, we need to apply We need to apply it to ourselves. There's spiritual application, that's why it's a living word again. It's a spiritual application. You've got to apply it to your life. You can't sort of just leave it on the shelf and, well, I don't need all that. Yes, you do. You will fall flat on your face if you don't take up the armour of God. You don't allow god to work in through your life through his word his word is living i said i said that earlier to you His word is living are oh, you hungry second point what do you need you need a balanced diet you do you need a balanced diet i'm telling you do to live healthily you need a balanced diet in the natural you need a balanced diet it has been said and this, some of you might not like this quote I'm sure I might have got it slightly wrong but you have to forgive me it has been said all word and you dry up all praise and you blow up you need a balanced diet you've got to have a balance I like worshipping I love worshiping. and I like going to worship concerts, but I do like to have the word of God with it. I just don't want sometimes just to be worship. And my, I'm enjoying that and thank you Jesus for all that, but I need something to feed my soul. My spirit needs to be fed. And that's why I will say that because I believe I need to be fed. I have a baby at home. I've got two little children at home because you know my son is me and his wife. And if that baby's going, it wants feeding. Meh! All right, that kept you awake, didn't it? But it's true. It wants feeding. It don't shut up till you feed it. Meh! feed it. Sorry if you're listening. Sorry. But it's true. It wants feeding. The baby naturally needs feeding. We all need God's word. For a balanced diet, you've got to have God's word. What does it consist of? It consists of one, obviously reading the Bible. <laughs> well, I don't read the Bible. I put it on the shelf Sunday afternoon and I pick it up Sunday morning next week. <clears throat> I don't think you're going to grow much. It's like having plants in the garden, never put any water on them. That's as good as it is. You've got plants growing. We've had plants, didn't we? I think the strawberry plant. Just don't bother watering because that's what you're doing with your life. Or it's the same as saying, you know, I'll give you a bread roll, but really you might as well just have a few crumbs because you'll be happy with that. You'd rather have a few crumbs, not a bread roll because you just don't want it. You've got to take the word of God. Second thing, prayer, to grow. Nutrients, what we need to grow, the balanced diet. Prayer. We have to pray. We pray. I know it's a Cinderella meeting. I know some of you struggle with it, but prayer. Prayer changes this world, changes things. We need to pray, a balanced diet. And the third thing I've got is listening to God. I know I talk loud, I know I speak a lot, but we've got to listen as well. Part of it is listening. Letting him speak to me from his word. You know, recently, I wish I call just think... There's a few things in my... I want to share some things personally with you, and they're not bad things, but just things. When uh, Elise, Lisa came here from... Yeah. Yeah, Mozambique. Mozambique. I wish, this is a person, I wish I'd given more to that ministry. I really do. More stuff. I have a that We've got so much stuff. They, they, this is talking about Mozambique, guys, right? And guy and Mary went, and there was a big container, probably half the size of this building we was sitting in this morning. But I really, at the end of the day, when she came up, I thought, I don't need this stuff. I wish in my heart of hearts I'd give them a load more. I honestly do. Because I know, this is not boasting, God has a bigger shovel than my shovel. And he will shovel back twice as much as one. I'm not looking to that. That's not the point. It's, it's not the point I'm trying to get. The point is God. It's not me. Now, m- many things Another thing, I want, she, says, she she just, when she came and ministered, it just my heart was going on there. Uh, and, and I've, I don't want to boast, but I have a car at work, which I bought, a second-hand car, which my friend Roy, who's from New Zealand, I said he could have it. I just felt, I'm sitting down one morning, he's asked, I need a car, Dave. Well, I've got one on the drive over there in the workshop. What's it doing there? I didn't have a revelation, bang, or, or smash me in the head from God. I just felt God saying, still small voice, what are you doing with that? Why don't you just give it to him? Why do not you just give it away? So I mean, it's, it's, it's part, of, you know. It's just that's another thing. And that was, I think, it was partly. This was all sort of stirred up from when Lisa came, because you know she's full time. My heart went out when I was listening to her. I thought, yeah. And and, and that is a, a, not one of few things for me personally to give. Um, another testimony. Yeah, look, my, you know, I do metal work in engineering, right? So. I will use coal, coal coke, whatever you want to call it. You can call it what you like. You know, that stuff you burn on a fire. Most of you don't have it anymore because you've got gas, central heating, and and all that. So, uh, last week I've been working for a couple of Christian friends, Adrian Elms and uh, Cliff Elms, I don't know if you know him, but anyway, Adrian runs the church, Dunn Valley Community Church, down in Dunn, in the school, in the, uh, I don't know, I Ainsford. A- Ainsford, Ainsford School, anyway. And uh, he says to me, uh, jason's got a load of coal he wants to, jason used to be in his church jason said jason's got a load of coal he wants to get rid of i said oh, that's interesting so i'll go and look at it so what i do i'll go up last saturday turn up and look at it It's a coal bunk with a garden it must be as big as that container bigger than that i think right i've never seen stuff like it for 30 years plus it's yours it's worth a bit of money all perfectly sized what i want right was there in that container and That it was in like a coal shed right you know what coal. you've got us same. Chris knows what a coal shed I've got the similar house we used to live in we opened the door and it was in the corner yeah I was amazed I thought you couldn't give me anything better I didn't ask for it I haven't seen it like that for 30 years my dad used to buy it and I'm I'm going my dad was alive he would have been doing cartwheels but he's in glory so it's part of sewing ribbons, really sewing in the kingdom of God doing you know it's not I'm not trying to look at my i'm just trying to encourage you you know when you give something away when you do say god sees what you're doing god sees it all it's showing you reaping what you're giving away what you're doing god sees it all you know i'm not i'm not trying to boast about me i just i just want to be doing what god wants me to be doing if you want to do you know lord you use it you know that's what i said about earlier about Lisa being here i want to give more because i've got stuff she should have had well, i was you know sometimes it's about my share i want my share I kept looking at, my, at me when we've got to give it away, give it to our brother and sister who need it. Because God's got more in store for you and I. So often that is the case. Like you, as your car. Annabelle's car. So I'm saying, I'm, saying, I'm selling cars. I'm not, I mean, whatever God gives, we will need a cover car sometime, me and Viv. We know that, we know. I'm not boasting, but it's just, it's so reaping. It really is. And I'll just, I'll just add that this morning to what I'm going to say, you know. God is at work in our lives. Wow. God's work in your life. Never forget, you know. This morning, realise that you are a blessed people. The head, not the towel. You're blessed. Blessed. Let me tell you, you're blessed. Don't ever tell me you're hard up or poor, because you're not. Don't believe it. I don't. We could go to another country, and we'll see what poor is. We are blessed out of our socks. We've got everything we want to. We moan about the... Maybe a bit lacking on the shopping and lacking on the food and the price of fuel and else. But we have an abundance we don't lack. You can go and look on some people that what lack is about. It's not us. God's given us an abundance. We need to share it. Share what we've got with others, with the homeless. That's what food banks about it. People who need food. We feed them. Rich and Jew, you feed them. In Spain, people who got no money or can't make their bills, you help them out. Feed them. Sort of digressed a long way, ain't I? We need a balanced diet I was talking about. Prayer. Romans eight twenty six gosh the time is going by, ain't it? Romans eight twenty six, verse you all know. This is down the line this is um Yeah, this is the verse yeah. So, I said you need a diet of reading the Bible, you need prayer, and you need to listen to the word of God. But what does this verse say in 826 of Romans? Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for, as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So the Holy Spirit is helping us to pray. I don't know how to pray. The Holy Spirit will help you to pray. See? Yes? Think about it. Prayer is a, a battle and a bash, mash, mash. It is, because you're coming against things that, or you've got an enemy, remember, he doesn't like your guts, he hates you. That's why prayer is hard work, because you're fighting a spiritual battle. You're fighting against the kingdom of darkness with the kingdom of light. That's what you're doing, and the two are having a clash collision, bang, when you pray, isn't it, That's what it's about, prayer. Father, we pray and your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven it's a spiritual application again your kingdom will come the Holy Spirit helps us to pray with groanings you know often I've done that and then another verse in uh, Bible in 2 Timothy 3 16 says all scripture is given by inspiration of God is profitable so all scripture again the whole of the word of God it's not ad lib it's in there for a purpose To help you to grow and mature, grow up in your faith, the word of God, as you read it. To grow. It's all inspired. Third point I've got, I better hurry up, it's 12 o'clock. The cakes can wait. (laughs) (laughs) You've had a bread roll, what else you need? (laughs) You need to be, sorry, it needs to be digestible, doesn't it? You've eaten your roll, you loved your roll. It's digestible. If you struggle reading the Bible, start with small bite-sized chunks. That's what I suggest to you. If you struggle, start with a bite-sized chunk. Don't go to um, Chronicles for a start and don't go anywhere in the Old Testament that does your editing because you can't understand it. It's the word of God still, but you just don't understand. Don't go there. Don't start with something that you're going to five minutes later throw the Bible on the floor. That's no good to you. 'Cause you're not getting edified, you're not getting built up, it's not encouraging you in your faith with the Lord at all. You know? It's hard reading son, so begot son, so begot son, so begot son, so begot, because that's what you're getting chronicles. <laughs> proverbs. No, Proverbs. Oh, likes like Proverbs. Ozzy's a proverbs, man. I mean, I like a lot of the Bible, I mean I read a lot of it, yeah. yeah, all over the place. But yeah, we do need it. Proverbs, then. All read Proverbs when you go home. Read Proverbs chapter eight. Wisdom. How we need wisdom today. It's all about wisdom. And Jesus said in Matthew five one to ten, where He speaks about blessed. You're blessed. A favourite Psalm of mine. I'm going to. I want to just make, try and make it a bit easy for some of you, so you can. Yeah. Psalm one says, right. Get there. Blessed is a man who does not walk in the council of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, or sits in the seat of the scornful, sorry, sits, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, God's word, and in his law he meditates day and night. So again, see so he's saying meditate in the word of God, and he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water, which brings forth its fruit in season. So the meditation is really a bit like, um, it explains, I think in my notes, it says, you know what cows do? I think they've got seven stomachs. Get the grass and, I don't know. Cow. That's what it means by meditating. Regurgitating again and again and again. So because they got seven stomachs, I think it's right? Am I wrong? Right? i, right? I right? no, disagree with me. Multiple stomachs cows got, isn't it? Is it two? Multiple, I think. Two. I might be wrong, but I know it's multiple stomachs. And they regurgitate, come back and they... Again. Some of you, are, no, it's true. No, this is what they do. It's what they do to get the nourishment the nutrients out of the grass. It's what they do. Don't be sick on me. It's true, It's true, right? I'm telling you it's true. It is true, right? you need to digest the word of God be digestible I'm saying to you it's got to be don't go somewhere you can't digest it it's no good oh I don't understand well then don't start reading that bit read a bit you do understand and ask God the Holy Spirit to give you the understanding oh the other thing is buy yourself a, a book to go with it concordance or something to help you understand what it is or book there's loads of books out there it's a shame there's not many Christian bookshops anymore but there's stuff to help you concordances and things to read Another thing I like this I always remember bless those two people sitting over here, Dave and Ross. Always remember we did a whole morning on Psalm 27. Never forgot it. Never forgot it, Ross. Because it was so good. Because it was we were doing things together with the word of God. And that's how I learn. See, I'm a person who learns by doing things. I'm not a person, I'm not academic, I'm a doer. So I learn by doing things, right? That's the way I learn a lot of things. I observe something, you make something. That's how you make it, right? I'll do it that's me I'm not a textbook person really I can read just about get by yeah but I'm not an academic I, I confess I'm not right but I loved that morning when Dave and Ross just shared the whole thing on Psalm and I never forgot it the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear we had painting going on we had Dave doing a discussion in the back we had creativity we had things in the kitchen it was a great oh I'm falling over I'm falling over the cross but it was a great but I'm just trying to, that's why I've given you a roll this morning. I want you to remember about the bread of life. Jesus is the bread of life, right? I want it to sink in your no-no today, your head. I want you to really get it in there, right? I really want you to get in that in your head. Key verse, I'm going to go there right now, because I don't want to miss the point, I've got to say. Got to get this in Genoa. Genoa. Got to get this, this is most important. do not labor verse 27 Jesus said do not labor for the food which perishes but for the food which endures to everlasting life which the son of man will give you because God the father has set his seal his seal on him do not labor for this food I've given you a roll an illustration that's what I wanted you to see you've all got a roll each you all started with one we've all had a nibble on a roll but what is Jesus saying don't labour for that food. Labour for the food that Jesus is going to give you. That's what he's saying. The son of man. Do not labour for that food which perishes. The bread I've given you perishes. It's going to go. This world is going to go. Everything you know in this world is going to go. Because the Bible says it's going to be new heaven, new earth, dry earth, righteousness. Everything you look at, everything that you think of is going to go. It's got no eternal value at all. But the word of God is eternal. This bread, you and I, we will have to put on immortality. Because that's what the Bible says. I said it earlier to you. Do not labour for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. I want you to be hungry this morning, not for this stuff. Hungry for the word of God. I've done that, but for the bread, I would encourage you to remind you about Jesus being the bread of life, which he is. And we need to feed on the bread of life. How we need to feed on the bread of life now. When everyone is out there trying to trick you up, the world is trying to trick you up, take you down to de sacks which lead nowhere in your spiritual walk. That is the devil. He wants to do that. If you stick with the word of God, you've got the light and life. You're not going to go first, you're hungry with the word of God. God's going to feed you on the finest of his wheat. He will feed you. You've got to get in the word of God. Food that endures, Jesus said, food that endures to everlasting life. Oh, get into that food. Two more things I've got from the Old Testament here as well. I thought, let's, let's go to Joshua now. Joshua chapter 1. I'm just going to, a couple of things and I'll shut up. In Joshua chapter 1, in verse 8, this is what Joshua's told, right? This book of the law shall not depart, depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do all according to what is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Joshua, come on! Moses has died. Joshua's now got to go Canaan and go into Canaan, defeat the giants, take them down. Jericho wall Jericho goes down the whole thing you'd be reading if you want to read about Joshua's account, but he was told to meditate in the word Not watch EastEnders, not watch Coronation Street, meditating the word I don't want to know what goes on in them programs because he's probably going on down the street as well I don't need to know. I want to know what God says and what he wants me to do and where he wants me to go it's What I want, I'm not interested because all that's going All that garbage is going the enemy is having his time at the moment because he knows his days are numbered and another thing about this one is a good one ezekiel chapter 3 some of you probably know this one i thought i just gotta get this one i thought this was good yeah So, Ezekiel told this, the Lord speaking to Ezekiel. Moreover, verse 1, Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 1. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find, eat this scroll, and go speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he calls me to eat the scroll. That's what it says. I'm reading what it says. He ate the scroll. he said to me son of man feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you so I ate and it was in my mouth like honey in sweetness how the word of God can be sweetness to you and I the word of God eat the scroll he was told Ezekiel eat the scroll eat the word of God I want you to eat the word of God I want you not just to eat this I want you to eat this, because that is your life, you've got to eat this, yes. Another thing, right, in life, i mentioned secretly. you and I, this is, I'll give them the natural before I go to spiritual, we eat too much rich food at Christmas. I've got to laugh then, did I, or nod or something? It's true. We eat rich food and we end up feeling ill afterwards because we're eating too much of the wrong stuff. Yes, no, what? Yeah, you all agree with me. Too much puddy cake or whatever and rich food. Your body wants to see something with just, what's the balance again? We go off, don't we? We eat like, we eat like pigs, it's Christmas, sorry Lord, but we do. And then we have to come back to a balance because we're off course. We're eating all the wrong food and it don't do you any good. You've got to eat the right food. Eating the right food, a balanced diet, is what you need. It needs to be digestible. That's rich food you eat, sometimes just not digestible. So I said, it needs to be digestible. The Word of God. So take the Bible, but don't, some of you can't cope with it. Don't worry about it. Don't, you know, read, or read Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, and meditate on that. You'll get something out of it, guarantee Guarantee anywhere, meditate on something you understand rather than going somewhere you don't understand. Because it's not going to do you any good. No good reading revelations and you think, I don't really understand what it's about. You might as well read something you understand rather than reading something you don't understand. You know? It's like the baby gets up and makes the first step. of walk. I've seen Noah get up. Co- doesn't. It's that gradual thing that you do. Gradual thing in life that you have to do. We don't all, you know, we don't. Start, this is where you start, you've got to start with something small, digestible, something that you can cope with, a bite-sized piece, you know, not a great big chunk. So I said earlier, you couldn't read, you read begot, 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 whatever, in Chronicles, you're going to go, oh, I've had enough of this, I'll just put it down. You will, I'm telling you, because I did when I was younger, Ah, oh, scratch your head. But remember what I've told you. Go back to the three points. God's word is non-perishable. I've given you a saying this morning that's perishable. But do not hunger for that food. Hunger for that which God's going to give you. God's going to give you something. Each one of us. God's going to give us the food we need. For this life. Hallelujah. You need, second point I raised, you need a balanced diet. You need a balanced diet. Otherwise you're going to have, it's like you're going to go off. You know? You're going to wobble over like the boat without a keel, and It can't stay upright. Wind blows a sail and it goes over. Because nothing holds it upright. So you need a balanced diet. And it needs to be a digestible diet as well. So I said, little bits, take bite-sized pieces of the word of God. That's what you need to do. So don't, don't, in a sense, don't run before you can walk. It's the real honest truth, to be honest about it. Take it gradual. Don't you know because God's remember remember God's not up there with a big stick you didn't read enough of the Bible today what if you, David didn't pray enough I've been like that I've been there I've been there I've got up in the morning full I'm not a Christian today and all that nonsense come on don't tell me you ain't been there felt it it's a lie it's the enemy it's that nonsense again I'm saved because he's saved for eternity Jesus saved me I was born again filled with the spirit of God that's what I know just the enemy would try you know get up tomorrow Monday morning have I really got it? Of course you have. It's a lie. It's a lie of the enemy. Right out and out lie. So much liars in the world today. Liar. You are saved, born again, blood washed child of God. Don't ever forget it. You know. Sometimes you there. Yeah, sometimes. I, I mean, sometimes I've been there. I, sometimes I haven't read the Bible. So I admit it, right? But doesn't mean god doesn't love me any less if i mess up or i don't read the bible today or i haven't prayed enough it's not about works it's all about grace god don't come with a big stick and smash it in you didn't pray enough today you didn't do this you didn't do that yes we all have sins of commission things we haven't done we should have done i can guarantee it god said something you didn't do it i've been there lots of times right but He's merciful loving and forgiving we all mess up everyone There's not one in this room that don't mess up i guarantee from, from whoever you want to talk about we all mess up we've all had the same sin sin every one of us has sinned every one of us has had problems everyone has fallen thank god for his mercy his grace and his salvation we all we all have this as i said earlier this uh, battle we go on with this battle we're gonna you know no more. Just this more and more I realise it as I get older, it never goes away. You just gotta keep going. It's still we because we're in this. Paul says, this flesh profits nothing, he said. This body. I'm trapped in his body. It's decaying, isn't it? It's going, getting worse, I'm getting older, and uh, whatever. Knees or whatever. I know we can get old as well. Not going negative, negative, but I'm just saying it's true. Praise God. So get if you're not reading a word enough just just take bite sizes don't you know even verse for the day I put things on there for you all I put on scriptures from UCB I put on there for you a verse so I just think I only do it to encourage you I'm not trying to bash you on the head oh, I'm better than you and all that old nonsense because it's not what it's about I just want to encourage you I put a verse or something from you know the bible app on there I'll just put it on there because I just think it will encourage you in your faith encourage you in your walk with the Lord that's why I put it on there because God wants us to all to come to maturity in Christ. That's what Paul says in Ephesians, that we all come to the mature man, the stature, to the measure of the fullness of Christ. That's what God wants us to be. He wants us to grow up in the things of God, to grow up. To grow up in him. Well, let me pray. Father, I thank you this morning for your word. Thank you, Lord, you are the bread of life. And Lord, we want to feast on you more. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for, yes, for dying for us and rising again. Thank you, your body was broken for us. Lord Jesus, in your body, you shed your blood, the remission of sins the whole world, everyone in this building. Lord, we thank you this morning. Father, yeah, Lord, just help us to grasp, Lord, yeah. You want to give us, indeed, eternal food that lasts forever. Help us not to labour for the food, Lord, of this world, but the food that's lasts into eternal life, which you have given us, Lord. You said so in your word that we read reading this morning. That's what you want to give us individually. Lord, the word, your word is eternal. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray, be with every one of us this week. Be with them, and Karen as come back from Wales and those away on holiday and other things, Lord, those who are unwell. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.